Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to The Chatter. This is episode number 42. We are recording on Monday, May 9th, the feast day of St. Gregory Nazianzen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father, Father and to, to the, the Son, and, and to, to the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Colleen, we've got a packed house. They, they were coming in. We couldn't bar the door. We couldn't. And uh, what a week of news since the Supreme Court uh, oh leak. You know, we were recording the chatter last Monday, and when I went home, that was the breaking story. And I thought, oh, we just missed it. Just barely got it, which is interesting here. Uh, I guess we should introduce who did break the door down here. We've got the the elder in here, Brad Markham. Hello. Hello. Did I lose you there? There we go. And the the younger, we've got the younger here. Hello. We can certainly hear him. And we have our senior citizen here. Yeah. Soon to be 70. Wow. <laughs> Brad Markham's in here. Brad, say something here. How is everyone doing out there? Yeah. Do it how again. Are, how are we doing, Dubuque? What is how going on? Oh, well. We'll get you in here coming in. Well, this is interesting, though, because the, uh, the recording came last Monday at 5 o'clock Central yep. Time. And the leak happened when, Colleen, by the time you got home? Well, I heard it on my way home. So it was by 6 o'clock, 6.30 uh-huh. in the evening. So. so the next morning, that was May 3rd, the next morning the Telegraph Herald has photographs right here of the protesters outside the Dubuque County Courthouse. How do you turn that around that quick? That's very curious, isn't it? I never well, saw that. Well, especially with the homemade homemade signs that all have the same message, and they're outside the uh, the courthouse. Guys, what do you make of that? How how does that happen when inside of uh, Soros money? Yeah, I think insider so. information. They knew it was going to drop. Had to happen. Right. I mean, how do you how do you get there? We we can't get everybody in the van to go out for pizza that quick. Right. That's a great point. I did not know that that was even happening. So how do you think they did it? Do you think it was a, like a voter registration that they, con- how do you think they contacted people? Well, if you go on, uh, let, let's dig deeper. What's the Ruth site here? Uh, Ruth oh, sent yeah. us. Yeah. Ruth sent us. Yeah. Did you go on, anybody dr- get under Ruth sent no, us? I bet you did. I did. And yeah, I did. You can sign up. Do you want to make money? What do you want to do? Do you want to make posters? Do you want to do you want to drive people around? Do you want? I mean, they've got twelve volunteer things that you can do. Mm. And Miller, didn't you look into the number of followers they have? Yeah, or? they have all of like they at the time they had like fourteen hundred followers on Twitter and Facebook. They they were nothing. Yeah, they were chosen for for whatever reason to be the face of it. Interesting. Mm. But then uh, what happens in the uh, in the weekend? We've got a fire bombing in Madison that they're declaring as an arson investigation. Molotov cocktail through in, the window. On uh, international, um, and that might be one of the things that they've got to brush up on because they threw the Molotov cocktail and it didn't explode. Praise God. Could be just a divine intervention as well. Could, Could be. be. Could be. It was burned. Here's the most disturbing uh, items here. So they're putting Supreme Court justices... Uh, especially Alito, mm-hmm. uh, under protective custody, mm-hmm. probably some others. But uh, who caught this on uh, Twitter? 
Dateline May 6th, Barbara Martin. Uh, offering rosaries to protect clergy and mass goers here. And uh, Ruth sent us, at Ruth sent us, says, Stuff your rosaries and your weaponized prayer. We remain outraged after this weekend, which was Mother's Day weekend. Of course. We're burning the Eucharist to show our disgust. Hey, it's one thing to come after a Supreme Court justice. It's another thing to do a Molotov cocktail through the uh, window at the uh, International. You've just crossed the line. And then that's another thing to burn the Eucharist. That's our Lord. That's the line. That's, that's the that's line. That's Lord. exactly what well, I'm saying. You've just, you've, you've, it's one thing to take up battle and say, I'm going to battle the Supreme Court. You've just declared war on the divinity. Well, first of all, the, the Supreme Court justices, their offices and everything, their homes and everything, is under protection, from my understanding, from the federal government under the law. So I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have not heard one word from Joe Biden about these guys the, that are breaking the law. Those people should be hauled off and arrested. They I should be arrested. It's against the law. I thought I saw a uh, blurb that said he denounced the uh, Madison firebombing. Did anybody catch that no. breaking late this afternoon on, the, we're talking, uh, today is May 9th. I think I saw something break earlier here. But back to the Eucharist, I, I, you just almost want to laugh at the people, you fools. How, how terrible God is if you are opposed to him and you mm. think that you're going to walk safely away from something like that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So um, you've all heard me. We yeah. say this for the last two or three weeks on the show and in our private conversations, and I've, I've gotten some attaboy or some strange looks, but I said, we shall not call this abortion. This is satanic child sacrifice. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is the sacrament of the satanic leftists, and they've just revealed their modus operandi. We're going to go after the Eucharist, and we're going to burn it. If that isn't Satan spitting in the face of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Tell me what is. What is. And did you notice that they were going to disrupt Catholic masses? I didn't hear that they were going to disrupt Presbyterian services or um, primitive Methodist they, church services. They were joking after mass at our church that uh, what if they showed up at Joe Biden's and at Joe Biden's church and everybody agreed with them? You know, how are they picking in there? <laughs> I mean, they know who the real target is, yeah. but... yeah. Yeah, but I don't think we had a worry in Dubuque, really. I mean, but I could see Iowa City, Madison. I, I think they appeared in the L.A. Cathedral. Not sure that you can. I which, mean, if you look at this on which May Which church 4th, was that where the front doors were all spray-painted? with? Colorado. Colorado. Colorado that? did that. That was horrible. That was, yeah. yeah. The other thing in this, too, when you're talking about the Eucharist is who, who's aware of the Eucharist? It'd be former Catholics, Catholics, or Satanists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. They know the so power. the fact they mention that and that they're going after that good point says a lot good point yeah but it's all, it's just keep coming back to you fools you don't i mean you offend me yes it makes me very angry and it you know if i'm at a church where they're trying to steal the eucharist uh you know um but it's not me you fool that you offend you don't you yeah. offend omnipotence almighty god mm -hmm. you know? let's bring another aspect into the conversation colleen has for uh, 72 hours said tom let's just get the supreme court decision uh, made public and finalized 
But I don't think that happens on the docket with the Supreme Court. What is scheduled is scheduled, and this is a June. Uh, Brad Miller, do you have a um, a date in June? Is this early June or late June? or uh, For when that's coming out? Yeah. When is they it were on? thinking maybe even early July. So, so, so it's late June at best. And, and I get what you're saying. There's a docket. But this is extraordinary circumstances. There's never, ever been a leak. And if they don't say, all right, if that's how it's going to be, we're just announcing this decision right now, then there is some responsibility on the Supreme Court. I get that. Because I... they are letting the other side be ginned up for six, eight more weeks. And then when the decision is released, they're going to do it all over again. And in the meantime, they're pressuring, threatening the Supreme Court um, justices themselves and their families, death threats, who knows what, and the chance that uh, justice might switch sides. You know, I think they just need to release it now. I get that. Brad Markham, doesn't this manipulate the court, though, if you can change a date six or eight weeks ahead of the uh, scheduled docket date? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't studied the the law enough to know what... Well, they've already manipulated the court by the leak. Hager, what do you say But would you see in the future leaking things to get judgments that you want, you know, that, that type of behavior? I think they release the decision, they fire every law clerk. There's got to be a lot more law clerks that want to clerk there. But so, it could have been IT. It could have been, I mean, there's other people that could have had access to it as well. But there should be some repercussions. And could we don't know if it was hackers. IT. It could have been a just Supreme Court justice. I thought I, well, it could have yeah. been a Supreme Court justice. I thought I saw, uh, just on the subject of uh, law clerks, I thought I saw something uh, that approached nine clerks per justice for 80 or 90 uh, clerks. Does anybody... See I that? Can you confirm? I thought that? it was I four. Four? I thought it was four. I thought it was four too until I got to the total. Huh. Four times nine doesn't get to eighty. Right. Hmm. Uh, but there's so much information coming down here on the pipe. You know, Ruth sent us. Mm-hmm. How about Ruth led us to hell? How's how that be? <laughs> I mean, seriously, Where because what do you think about from? it? Seriously, I mean, what's she doing? She has led everybody in the abortion industry to hell in a handbasket, and she will be judged, and every judge will be judged accordingly. Well, and, we're, and, and the next thing somebody brought up this afternoon, where's our bishops? Where's anybody on this stuff? Everybody is sitting on their hands like they always have. Well, you know? you're, you're bringing a call to action here, and I think uh, the Lord is putting this front and center. There's... There's, uh, what does he say? You're lukewarm and I'm going to spit oh, you out. Yeah, is this Revelation yeah, 12 or yeah, something mm-hmm, uh, yeah. like that here? Yeah. Uh, Divine Mercy Chaplet, uh, number nine, day nine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there's no room to be on the fence right now. You're either for life, for Christ, or you're against him. Yep. No middle ground. I had a conversation with a, a member of the St. Thomas More Society. Uh, since all of this uh, going in here. And uh, her response was, we had a conversation along these lines, you know, it was a great weekend for uh, picnicking and barbecuing and all of that kind of thing. Let me tell you, the conversation is, can't you just be nice? Why do you have to be judgmental? Can't we just uh, let this slide here? There's this no sliding, guys. So who wants to let what slide? 
Well, the peer pressure among, it was an interesting weekend because Friday night at the uh, St. Augustine First Friday event, we had Rex, Brad... Teodosio from Tradition Family Property. Teodosio, who showed a great um, couple of presentations, about an hour presentation. We did capture it, correct? Yes. It's on YouTube under pioneercatholic.com or org on YouTube. And it was a great... uh, presentation about what peer pressure and social engineering mind control can do this is what's happening in all of our families all of our backyard barbecues it was mother's day we got together and talked and if you uh, this person i'm speaking with this past weekend said i'm getting a lot of pressure why what's the big deal about this pro-life you know i mean it's just an abortion really it's just an abortion I mean, are you getting any of this here in your family, friends, circles out here? Mark, you're not. Yeah, yeah. This is in radio. Fact, in fact, this morning on Drew Mariani, or um, Patrick Madrid, he said, so they had this speaker come on that was pro-abortion, and, and she talked, and, and he goes, is this laughable or what? That nobody gets hurt in an abortion. Everybody is fine because they, you just abortion. He said, I'm sorry. In every abortion, it's a murder. Mm-hmm. Somebody gets murdered. I'm sorry. Well, that was is the, this laughable or that was what? the graffiti on uh, some of the buildings, Brad Markham. Right, yeah. If abortion isn't safe, yeah. you will not be safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's. I have a quote from the uh, the pastor where that was written on his church out in Colorado. That's that's where the quote came from. Yeah, it was written on a church. Scrape it onto a church. Um, Father David Nix actually called the pastor. It's the Sacred Heart of Mary. And uh, it was in Colorado. At any rate, he he actually saw this as a a view of triumph. So he said, Just like in the Acts of the Apostles, when they spoke the truth to the people, when they spoke the truth, the people ground their teeth and stopped their ears. They then acted out in violence on the disciples. But the disciples rejoiced and continued the mission the Lord gave them. Over the 2,000 years, it is still the same. We will continue the mission of Christ, bringing the truth to the world despite the violence. I thought that was awesome. Boy. That's very that insightful. Is, that is very, very Is that insightful. Father Dave Nix, our good, uh, one of our favorite blog spots? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who's got an address for him? Do you know his blog? Padre Father? Peregrino. There we go. Padre Peregrino. I don't know if it's dot .com or dot .org. i got to buy a the other, on The other one. thing we should let them know is, have they ever read the end of the book where... She actually, it's the beginning of the book too. She crushes thy head. Mm-hmm. It's a losing battle. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's a good point that you bring up here, Brad uh, Markham. The uh, we know the beginning of the story. We know how the story ends. The chapter we're in right now is um, yeah. is just terrific. This behavior is, uh, and I'm speaking of demonic behavior. This demonic behavior is. Um, has all the characteristics of a uh, cornered wild beast. Yep. The end must be near. This is how a dog that uh, you corner mm-hmm. uh, you know, reacts. You, this know, you bring that up, but it, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the video of there's a Christian that approaches, an, I think it was an abortion doctor out in California, and he says, you know, you're going to have to answer to Christ for this. And he comes up and he, he says, you, you love tearing those babies apart don't and, and the guy like like his eyes change and he's 
oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love tearing them apart. I love it. And, it, like, he, it was obvious possession. I mean, mm. you could see it on his face. His oh, eyes got goodness. black. And, he, and then his nurse or his security comes up and grabs him, and he, like, snaps out of it. And it's, oh, oh yeah, I got to go back to work. Wow. Satanic child sacrifice. Wow. Well, it's yeah. murder. Yeah. It's murder yes. of an innocent, helpless human being. And if people can do that, they can murder anybody. They're not going to stop at, you know, standing outside and writing messages. Mm-hmm. They're going to be throwing Molotov cocktails. They docked the Supreme Court. They're, you know, if abortion's not safe, neither are you. These these people are, are killers with the killer mentality. If your ESG score slips a little too low. Yes. <laughs> you better explain G that. Yes, ESG, <laughs> Brad uh, Miller just dropped one on us. What is it? Is it environmental... Sustainability. Governance. for governance. Yeah, yeah. Brad so. Markham, this sounds like World Economic Forum uh, 101. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sounds yeah. like the global fascists that are going to do an end around our Bill of Rights. And- we got 60 seconds coming up on the break, and we've been talking with uh, a lot of uh, surprise and uh, the, noting the vitriol that the uh, the people who are killing children are demonstrating here in the last seven days. What can faithful Catholics, because in addition to the phone call I had, Colleen, there's a lot of people calling the radio station. What do I do? You Two pick things. up your rosary and you start praying your Say rosary Say that right louder. Hit now. the reset button. Say yeah. that again. You pick up your rosary and you start praying your rosary right now. That is the answer. Our Man. mama wears combat boots and yeah. she's going to crush the head like... Uh, Brad said. And Eucharistic adoration. And those sacrifice. Two mm-hmm. Those two fasting. things is, is it. You know, fasting. fasting Prayer and fasting is, very, is the only way to check, yeah. cast out some demons, according to the Lord. Yeah. All right. You're listening to The Chatter. This is episode 42. We're recording on the Feast of St. Gregory Nazianzen. I think I got him right. Episode 42. We'll be right back after these breaks on FM 98.3 KCRD. We're back. This is the Chatter Podcast. We're uh, recorded uh, in the KCRD studios here at FM 98.3 KCRD, and we've got now three three episode times now, Friday at uh, at 1. I couldn't get the noon slot. I don't know. I, we have very little influence here. Darn it. And then uh, Saturday at uh, 1, one. Sunday, Sunday at 6, 6 p.m. here. So there yep. we are. Yep. Full house tonight. Got... Uh, Mark Hager in here, Brad Markham, Brad Miller, and Colleen. It's we need leashes for them here. We they're, do. They're barking. <laughs> they're saying barking what a here. passionate episode or um, segment we just had. So let's open up. What, Mark, you've got something in the school districts? Yeah, down in uh, uh, Ankeny, which is interesting. It, it, which, which is where my uh, brother-in-law and sister live, and their children and grandchildren. And so anyhow, uh, the segment came out on national news and said that the, there was over 100 of the middle school's children walked out in, in, in uh, how do I want to say, it? not in support, but, well, in protest, protest for the Supreme Court decision that leak. that was leaked the leak the leak that was came out so, so they, there was they were protesting middle, in what way here what, well they, what? they so one so apparently one of the girls said look this is wrong this is our bodies these 
Now, these are middle school girls and so boys. They're, they're in support of Roe versus Wade. Correct. Right? Yeah. They're in support in, of in, killing innocent, in, helpless in junior children high school. in Murders. satanic yeah. rituals. Okay. Middle school. And this is spontaneous. Yeah. And so they walk out. So anyhow, I sent this article. Let the to, record let the record note that Colleen's eyes just spoke volumes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was not spontaneous, Colleen? Nope. Yeah. Who planned it and who paid for it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 sorry. And, and so what are they teaching in the middle schools? I mean, how, how, huh. where Social would this... Conformity. Yeah, where would this come from? So anyhow, I sent the article to my sister and brother-in-law that live in Ankeny. And they said, oh, this is... It was shocking to them. Because they said, this is where our grandson is supposed to be going to school next year. So guess what? She said, we will be on a witch hunt to find out what is going on at that school. Who's, who, what are they teaching over there? And we're going we're gonna to stop this kind of stuff. This, you, you walk out of school and you want to protest this? Guess what? You're gone. Parents, you know what? Parents You're gone. need to step Teachers up. Teachers are yeah. gone. Whatever. Parents need to stand up. And uh, Father John Lovell, when he was in the studio a couple of weeks ago, said not only parents but grandparents. Grandparents. Grandparents, and he further went yeah. on to say, um, "Tax-paying citizens, whether or not they have children in the school district." Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Because we're all paying for it. Yep, the school's only part of it. Go on. I mean, you got, Go you got on. media. You've got social media. You've got Disney. Yeah. Oh, grooming. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, that brings up an issue here, and this is a bad uh, crowd to talk to it here because nobody <laughs> owns television here, but. Uh, <laughs> We're all Luddites. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, if you're paying the dish guy or the cable guy to bring the sewage in there, think of it this way, that coaxial cable as a great big sewer pipe, and it is bringing sewage into your... your and I, I see a lot of young parents who are saying, i got to get something done, turn the TV on, and mm-hmm. let them watch... It used to be Disney. It used to be you could put somebody in here and you thought you were safe with uh, 1,001 Dalmatians. Hmm. Yeah. Not so. Hmm. It's like Michael Matt said, we'll let Walt Disney turn over in his icebox because that's probably where he's at. He's not really dead. He's just they're preserving him. You know? They kept his head. I think <laughs> they kept his head. Yeah. They kept yeah. his head? Yeah. In that cy- Cairo... Cryogenic. Cryogenic. Yeah. Fourth Industrial Revolution? Where <laughs> I've so lost control. I've lost control. So the point <laughs> is they're yeah. going to freeze his head, and when the technology has developed, they're yeah. going to thaw him yeah. and put yeah. him on a body or just yeah. not you know, even I bother? You know a god that will do that for you. You don't need to try to do it yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go from uh, okay. Ankeny and the witch hunt out there. The uh, witches are being rounded up about 90 miles away in the Linmar School District. This is uh, this is Marion area, Marion, Iowa, Linmar. Right. Is yeah. that yep. right here? So Change.org is opposing the Linmar policy. They've got a... Uh, Brad Miller, you saw this. Didn't this uh, break on one of the channels we were yeah. watching? Yeah, a couple uh, times. A couple times there is a... On April 11th, Linmar School Board voted 5-2. to two. Barry Buckholz and Matt Rollinger opposed the first reading of the new policy that allows grades 7 and 8 to use locker rooms and bathrooms that correspond with uh, their identity. Here. They actually had a public comment section before that vote, yeah. and it was overwhelmingly against it. 
then they shut down the public comment section. It was against had, had their vote against against the policy. Them. So the school board. So let's be clear on that. Then Brad Miller, Barry Buckholz, and Matt Rollinger oppose the item. So they're in support of the parents' wishes. Right. So this policy says boys can use girls' bathrooms and locker rooms if they identify as a girl, mm. and this vice versa for boys. Right. That's and what the policy says. Right. Your That's gender what I'm identity. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. It also yeah. says it allows biological male and female students to room together on overnight trips if one identifies as transgender. Or non binary. What yeah. can or go non-binary. wrong? Or or you could be a furry. You know? Oh, could yeah. be a furry. Yeah, you could be a furry and go but with But the your, cats you know. and the dogs cannot room <laughs> that, overnight. Exactly. That is a rabbit hole. <laughs> just is it oh, Don't oh. you guys just get struck by the madness of it all? Like this is what godlessness does. Once once you lose God, you lose all rationality. This but this, is total this goes back to Friday night with with our buddy Rex Teodosio. Teodosio, I'll, I'll I'll get that before the end of it. He showed two uh, psychological studies. Yes, is that the correct terminology of human behavior psychological studies? Yes, yes. In behavior modification, where people will not stand up for what they know to be true, they will just Go along with the crowd. The Milgram and, experiment was one of them, right? Where they told them to give a shock, and they did. One was yeah, Ash, yeah. and I don't, I don't remember the titles of them, but there was one where they, they drew lines on the board, and one was obviously the same length as the, all the others. And they'd put one actor, or they'd put one test subject in the room, and then five actors. And the five actors would all say the wrong answer. As soon as they did, then the test subject would too. But then later they tried where they put one person in the room that would also say the right answer. And as soon as they added one person, every test subject said it, said the right answer. So you just need one other person who sees the truth and will say it. And ready to, to speak it. To give someone courage to say the truth. But I mean, in, I mean, I haven't read this news article, but I'm sure the, the direction of it is that everyone is in favor of the transgender you know no one wants to be a bigot and and a hater and they make it look like everyone thinks that and i always think of john paul ii on this because when he went to um the knights of columbus put together a very good documentary on him but when he went to poland one of the things when he first stepped out of that plane and did all his marching through the towns and people looked around and they said wait a minute there's a million people out here. Everyone's not a communist? I thought everyone was a communist. No, nope. You mean no one's a communist? Only the peop- the 5% of people in power are communists? Yeah, only the communists are communists. Yeah. And then so, embolden them to then, right. right? So when you people see this that are listening, you see this out there, stand up and say something. You can do it politely, but just be, it's sort of, it's like the safety trainings they give where they say if you're ever in an active shooting, you know, and there's no way to run, be the spark. Because either you, either you sit there and everybody gets shot, or somebody is the spark and two people get shot, and then the guy's down, you know? The guy's so. down. Well, it was interesting, because at the chapel last week, the, the the priest there gave a homily, which to me was outstanding. Okay, let's put it that way. There was only seven people in there, but there was outstanding. And he said... We have to start standing up to people that are talking to us and telling us lies. We have to call them out and say, you are lying to me. This is the truth. 
and I know the truth because I've read it. I know the truth. You are lying to me because you are, you know, listening to whomever, the left, the whatever. I, I get what and Mark's saying here, but just, rewind here to Brad Markham's uh, story with, uh, with Rex. You're at stage two here. One, the, the people that Rex was talking about here at stage one, they didn't even know that it was right or not. I mean, when you can look at four right. vertical oh, yeah. lines and, yeah. and not <laughs> see the height of yeah. them as yeah. being short, right? Yeah. It's baby bear, mama bear, papa bear lines. And you can't even do that. It's one thing to have the courage to stand up and say no, but, I mean, their cognitive uh, observations were, how do you describe yeah. that, Brad? Well, it's... So actually, it goes back to the natural law. It's our fourth precept of the natural law is to live in society. We, we as human beings, are social. We are social. We are made to be social. That doesn't mean we detract from the truth, because part of that precept as well is to know the truth about God. Those are two of the so, same So ones. you're saying this is some kind of innate DNA in the fourth so, precept of so natural law, because we all want to be loved by each other. Right. So that's it's wired into us. Mm-hmm. But not when it's disoriented from the truth we can't i mean we ought to please god rather than men and we need to always think that it's something i struggle with i'm in confession regularly for wanting to please people and not god but it's i mean we've basically crossed the tiber here you know this we're in the first segment we're talking about the the basically the spiritual war that we're in and it's here so we've got to we've got to start standing or our children will be in a communist Yep, start standing and speaking out. Was it at Edmund Burke? The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Yeah. So I'm going to hit home and hit some nerves here. We're talking about the you know what's going on in Linmar and Ankeny and Rex's great presentation up at PioneerCatholic.com and the uh, campus of Saint Augustine last uh, first Friday was it first Friday first Friday. Yeah. Doesn't this sound an awful lot like the two years of you got to flatten the curve and wear a mask, guys? <laughs> it, it does. Come on, come on. It does. Fifteen days to flatten the 15 curve. Fifteen days to flatten the curve. Do you think they know about these studies, perhaps, when they're pushing these these agendas? That no, they know? no, or they're part of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still mean, the, see the, bish- some... the bishops all looked at each other in closed masses, and it happened within what twenty four hours, forty yeah. hours. That long? <laughs> I don't know. You got me mumbling. That long? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, uh, I remember that one guy had a map of the United States, and every time the bishop shut down yeah. Sunday Mass, he blackened out that diocese. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon the whole country went dark. Sounds like one of those well, Fatima promises, doesn't it? it? it but it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the, I'm going to say, in the next few months, six months, whatever it may happen. But um, so many people. You know, because all of a sudden now, oh, the virus is coming back, and it's in New York, and and all this stuff. And so many people have said, we're not shutting down. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not doing anything that you tell us to do. This country's staying open. And it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Because I keep saying, there's a civil war coming. And this may be the tip and uh, tip in the iceberg, you know, just, you know. Yep, I hope people do say that. No, we did that once. We're not yeah, doing that again. Not doing it again. Not going there, you know. I it, mean, I seriously, I was, I'll say it. I was out at Medical Associates, and I'm going like, when are you doctors going to take off these masks? <laughs> I mean, this is stupid. You guys know, you, you're doctors, right? 
you you know by you know what science is, right? And science says these masks don't work. Why are you wearing masks? And they said, and they said, well, it's it's policy. Yeah, it's, it's policy. It's, it's policy. coming. It's coming, and mm-hmm. we're going to change it pretty soon. I'm going like this is so Speaking stupid. Of- Why would I want to go to you, me as a sick person, and you're a doctor, and I- you don't even believe in the science? I'm. I, I'm baffled with this stuff anymore. I told you, I really switch. Go to Dr. Bombay. Well, there was this, what, a huge study over, I think it was like 24 countries in Europe that was just recently came out about how the masks increase the spread of the, yeah, exactly. the, the virus. Yeah. But that goes back to the presentation Friday night in Platteville with Rex on this, on this whole line of how do we get conformity uh, I mean, well, you just hit the nail on the head. What was the point of it? Conformity. Yeah, it's one step to we're keeping you safe. How's the next step? What's we're going to keep you home? What's the next step? You know, I mean, they're just going to keep marching, slow boiling to. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the one yeah. thing that we needed. Yeah. The sacraments. Yeah. The mass. Yeah. Confessions. Confession this. and. Yeah. I'm I'm going to quote. I'm, the only principle I know, the fourth principle of the natural law. We're social beings, which means we're supposed to pray together, doesn't Is that, am I good? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, see, I knew I could get that off. Well, well, in that precept, it's to know, it's to live in society and know the truth about God. And this is from Aquinas. If, you know, he, he borrowed a little from uh, Cicero, but he was a synthesizer. But those are, those are we'll in the same precept. Yeah, they're the same, same uh, precept. Mm. know the truth about god mm-hmm. live in society know the truth about god it sounds a little bit like getting together to to pray you don't get this kind of radio up and down the dial no you don't no you, know, you don't you know what's funny is is as i read this last line on this Lenmar thing in in bold there we all need to fight together to protect all students ensuring all students are comfortable and safe at school. And yet we're going to put boys and girls in the same bathroom. There you go. That makes me comfortable, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd send mm-hmm. my sco- I'd, I'd send my grandchildren there. Uh, yeah, right. It's, uh-huh. it's kind of your point, too, Tom. <laughs> I mean, if, if I see that in Dubuque, my kids are out yeah, yeah. the next day. Yeah. And well, if every parent does that, you don't need all of them. You need about 10%, and they start going... This is Tom. I'm, I'm stealing this from the the wise man over there. But mm-hmm. all you need is ten percent. You don't need ninety percent because right. all of a sudden those budgets change pretty. Well, drastic. when are dads going to be dads and stand up and say That's we're right. not sending our children into bathrooms that are unsupervised? Into uh, I've, I've been told the Furby litter box is a is a urban myth, but uh, I don't know if I've been able to do that. But when are when are dads going to stand up and say? We're not going to that school. We're not. You're not going to school. Your your mother and I will teach you here hmm. at home. Yeah. If a boy goes into the bathroom with one of my girls, we're going to have words. <laughs> yeah, at least words. Yeah, exactly. if not yeah. something more. We're on the radio. That's about yeah, all yeah, you can yeah. say. Miller, I know you too well. It'd be more than words coming, coming yeah. out of cast. The, yeah. the meme of the the guy who went into a bathroom behind a a little girl and the dad followed and he, the guy said. Well, I identify as a woman, and he knocked his tooth out and said, and I identify as the uh, tooth fairy. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to The Chatter. This is FM 98.3 KCRD. We've got three episodes on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on the radio station, and it lives forever. That's right. It lives forever in a podcast on 
kcrd-fm.org. We're at the end of uh, segment two. We're coming back. We've got more, more. If you didn't believe we ran out, we got more coming up right after this. You're back in the Chatterbox. This is FM 98.3 KCRD. Colleen Posnack and I are here. Colleen, it's a crazy night here. It's been overrun. The studio's been overrun. I've lost control. <laughs> well, let's just say I had control once. <laughs> way been here. Brad Markham's with us. Brad Miller's with us. And, uh, yeah, and Hager. Uh, the Hager. The Hager is here. Yeah, the Hager. Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to bring the Miller women back, the young singers oh, back should. here yeah. we need something tranquil after this one <laughs> yeah, no doubt <laughs> all right let's go here we've got um we've got some things going on um headlines pro-life college students being targeted by rage over leaked abortion opinion this is may 6th last week pro-life cl- uh, club at harvard university harvard university endure insults and vulgarities while demonstrating i'm still uh, trying to get over the fact that there's a pro-life group at harvard well it's uh 12 guys wow 12 guys that's news right there two four six eight ten twelve there's 15 guys here wow them. and so they were assaulted huh yeah week three heartbeat starts week three they got the they got the they got the the, the batter down in, yeah. well i yeah. thought the liberals wanted us to trust the science don't they want us to trust the science? Well, when it goes there, it's settled science. You can't, you can't, you, how does that go, Brad? It's oh. settled science? No, I was just saying it's newsreel science. It's not news real reel. science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Speaking yeah. of not real, Madonna seeks an audience with Pope Francis. Come on, what's that? Are you serious? I didn't there she is. Story. There she is. And she, she didn't dress like she that. She claims that she was excommunicated three times, which shows the depth of her theology, that you can be excommunicated three times. but It's the you know. theology of the yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Brad? I was going to say, before you move on from Harvard, gotcha. I was curious... So I looked it up. What is Harvard University's motto? Oh. Truth something. Veritas Christo et Ecclesiae. Oh, yeah. Truth for Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do, Isn't that great? <laughs> are they far removed from that? Otherwise known as it's been a very old <laughs> yeah. saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. What else do we have? Oh, speaking of Pope Francis, Francis is... Is uh, he's doing a pivot here? He's doing a pivot here. Um, you know, he was all over uh, Russia in the Ukraine war. Now Francis says NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, may have provoked the Russian invasion of the Ukraine, and he hopes to meet with Putin in Moscow. He apologizes earlier. He thought it was Rasputin. <laughs> What? <laughs> Are you serious? Or is that a joke? It. I had him right there. Yeah, 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 I got him. him right there. Yeah, yeah. All our faces. He always gets yeah. yeah, he said it was like a like a dog barking at their gate, right? Yeah, yeah. he did it yeah. with perfect. You know, he was reading right through the yeah. like he was reading it right off the yeah. page. Yeah. So. 
Well, well, what was the, the first part was correct. Yeah. It's, I couldn't, I couldn't well, pass out Rasputin. You never know when you got a it's one of my eighty-five-year-old man, and he might associate Russia with Rasputin. Putin, you know. So, <laughs> so what was Rasputin. with the Pope's meeting with the Chinese people? What was what was all going on there? With, I mean, uh, these people are all in lockdown in China, and they're screaming because they have no food, no water, no nothing. They're all locked up in cages in their homes. Yeah, Shanghai is. And yeah, if Shanghai. any of those reports are half true. Shanghai is horrible. Well, the the Michael had it on, Michael Matt had it on the remnant, and he showed the videos of mm-hmm. these people absolutely screaming mm-hmm. from their apartments because they can't get out. Mm-hmm. And, They're essentially being starved inside right. their high rise mm-hmm. apartments. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what that's yep. communism, and they want but, to bring it here. And some of them are jumping out their balconies to their death. And then, of course, the authorities are taking their pets and killing them. Right. Now, what's the yeah. point of that other yeah. than terrorizing people? Well, that's a, uh, well it's mean, a source of food. Oh, well, okay, yeah, a source of food, yeah. I guess. So, but anyhow, I, I didn't understand what, why the Pope was meeting with all these Chinese executives and stuff other than they were, he was planting a tree. I, you know, I didn't get that at all. Two, just, two billion a year? Yeah. That's yeah, the rumor. That's, yeah, that's the rumor, rumor that yeah. the Chinese Communist Party is uh, paying off the Vatican. Negotiated by disgraced... Ex-Cardinal McCarrick, McCarrick. who was extracted from uh, all what he was, he was delaicized, he was laicized. Well, he he had, yeah. What was he? No, he wasn't. He was, he was, wasn't defrocked. He was. No, uh, he was set free over in Europe to continue his rampant uh, Sexcapades. Sorry. You know. And now the uh, uh, that that agreement is up for uh, it's expiring. It needs to be renegotiated and renewed. And with, I'm talking of the Vatican Chinese uh, agreement. Right. Which Penton just right. Ed from, Penton was Ed just Penton. talking about that. In the and last he was the one weeks. that broke it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen any of the updates. I'm sure that's probably what it's about, Mark. Well, because the other thing is with the the election of the bishops over there or the cardinals, however that was all going elected. down, or you know whatever they were doing over there. I mean, it was the there was some collusion. Let's put it that way. The way Ed Pen- the way Ed Penton described it, Brad Markham, if I have this right, cor- correct me if I don't, but that the Chinese Communist Party was supposed to submit a list of bishops for Vatican approval. Correct. Right. In the in the first agreement, and only half of that was right. Uh, the Vatican didn't get to approve, evidently. Right. That's the way yeah. I understood Penton's report. Hmm. And so those would be bishops for the Patriotic Catholic Church, Correct. right? Yeah. Correct. The underground Catholic Church. What what's happened to those poor folks? Oh. Yeah. I mean, they've kind of been sold out. They've yeah. been sold out. Yeah. They've been uh, found out. Yeah, because some of those some of those underground bishops were found and erased, weren't they? Yeah. Well, wasn't there one too? I saw a video where he would go and bless his persecutors every day. He he, I mean, he'd go out to their home and throw mm-hmm. holy water on it and give it a, a blessing and mm-hmm. keep moving along. And who's the cardinal uh, from Hong Kong? The Zen. Thank Zen. you. Yeah. yeah. Who? can't get a meeting with the pope right no but madonna can maybe it's the dress well it's i wonder know. if he got rid of the cassock and the zucchetto did they ever let cardinal, dress like madonna did dress. they ever let cardinal burke in to the vatican 
Because he didn't have the shots and no. the passport. No, no, no they no, never no. let him in. No, well, they just yeah. Madonna's a what is? I always screw up how you say this. Kabbalist, Kabbalist, Kabbalah, Kabbalah, Kabbalist. She's no, a Kabbalist. Is up by Prairie. Yeah, she? she's a Kabbalist. <laughs> fishing hunting equipment. Yeah, she's a Kabbalist. Zen is a Catholic. Draw your own conclusions. Mm. Mm. You couldn't write a script this way. You, could, you really you, couldn't. No, yeah. I mean, think about this no. for a moment. Yeah. And you know, unless you laugh, you're going to cry. Mm. But I heard the devil hates to be mocked, so I think we laugh at this stuff. And we got it I think here. we mock him. <laughs> Speaking of mocking, Freedom of Information Act reveals Pfizer and medicine regulators of the dangers of the COVID vaccine uh, vac- uh, vaccination uh, during the uh, study found increased risk in birth defects and infertility. Now, you might remember, if you don't, we're going to let you know, this Pfizer study was supposed to, and it's tens of thousands of pages, and it's being dripped out now in, what is it, a thousand or five thousand at a time? It was supposed to be under wraps for 65 years. Years, yeah. Yeah. Why would that be? I mean, we'll all be dead by then. We won't know what's really going on. Uh, 4,113 fetal deaths following COVID vaccination in a 17-month time period. And I look at the faces of all those young families, those, those mothers who, uh, you know, especially at church, guys. You'd see them and, you know, they're, they glow. They find out they're pregnant, and some of them are saying, I wonder, you know, because they talk to each other. Women do that, don't they, Colleen? Every now and then. Yeah. Should, I, should I get the uh, shot? Well, now, and that's now it's all coming up. Tom, you know, going back to that, that's, that's what I talked about earlier is, you know, the medical professionals that we go to day in and day out, and they keep saying, get the shot, get the shot, get the shot. I'm going like, Why? Why are they doing this? Is it all money? Is it all money driven? And 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 I've got a, somebody I know very close that has gone back to her doctor several times, and she said, "Mark, the difference between the way he treated me two years ago and the way he treats me today is obvious." What way? She says I can see it that he keeps he doesn't tell me get the shot, get the shot, get the shot anymore. So he knows. There's something wrong with getting the shot. And he denied, but he, they all deny it. And I keep saying this over and over. Why, at, at some point, don't you think some of these doctors would step up and say, so I had there's, a, there's I an had a conversation this weekend with a doctor that was basically saying that the truth is starting to come out and they're starting to see it where it's undeniable that there's a spike in starting to see what now spike in blood clots spike you know to the point where it's like heart failure yeah heart failure and lung problems where the the explanation the the party line explanation doesn't cover it so those that are interested in truth i think are starting to say okay something is not adding up here Mm -hmm. the the problem is that, that i see it from from their standpoint now okay is that how do you say I'm sorry I told you to get the shot. Mm. They will never say that because... Well, I think we have to understand the local physicians aren't at the genesis of this narrative. I mean, they were relying on the best information that was given to them from wherever they get that information on an ongoing basis. That that to me is... I'm sorry, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think, you know, 
in doing that, they did not do their due diligence in saying, get the shot. Because you have no idea. Long term, that wasn't even an approved shot. It yeah, wasn't it was even an approved, emergency use it, authorization. Exactly. Experiment. It was not an approved vaccine. I get so that. So why would you even say that to somebody that's already sick? I get the gotta shot. got to believe if you're in the echo chamber of the medical facilities here in within 100 miles of this, that that's all you that's all the narrative you were getting pharmaceutical companies administration and clinics and hospitals cdc right back world to the health organization the studies. social exactly decades, so, of, decades of programming and it yeah. probably took them now nigh on two years to get back to the surface of the water and take a deep breath and go oh <laughs> wait a minute i heard another really good point that now we have all these hospitals that keep getting together in systems. Like everything's yes. part of a system. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Very, very few of these systems are run by anybody that has any doctor training at all. Mm-hmm. Or their business. Whereas they used to be doctors ran the system. They ran their mm-hmm. own clinic. They made the decisions. I got to get, get you guys in on the uh, Colleen nudge. And the Colleen nudge is two or three times a week you'll, you'll get a nudge that says, have you seen the number of young people in the obituaries lately? Yeah, Everybody's yeah. noticing it. I just had someone say to me the other day, gosh, there's a lot of 50-year-olds. Now, she's not where we are in uh, understanding about the jab. She's all for the jab, but she cannot figure out these 50-year-olds in the paper. Well, didn't the Pfizer study, too, show in their trial period they had like 1,200 deaths? In a whole, I mean, that might be high. Um, so don't quote me on it, but there was a lot, a lot more than they've ever let slide before mm-hmm. i mean um, it's becoming a standard line in the first paragraph of the mm-hmm. obituaries suddenly mm-hmm. and unexpectedly right yep. yeah exactly yeah. and if they don't yeah. say that at the end they think yeah. the emt EMT's and the ambulance the, yeah, exactly. you know, so. yeah 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 scary so, part here yeah. um i got one more but you got some questions for mark and, no no and, that, I it's, do. no it's okay. look at this one two three <laughs> yeah, exactly. four there four people to there you go yeah i got exactly. one more story here okay. the catholic okay. news service is shutting down their oh, washington yeah. and right. new york bureaus yeah. yeah which were the only bureaus being left so think about this they'll still be online u.s uh, catholic uh, the United States Catholic Bishops Conference announced yeah. Tuesday it's shutting down the Washington and New York here. So this is an arm of the uh, Catholic uh, bishops. Staffers were informed by a press release, <laughs> or more, more or less. It didn't take long here right. to do that here. The Catholic Media Association sent out a uh, survey and a helpful email to help us understand how the closure of the Catholic News Service domestic operations is going to affect you as a Catholic news outlet. <laughs> so, um, well, my question is: is were they truthful or not yeah, truthful? <laughs> It's just like, well, you this know, I'm, you know. Here's the trajectory, though, Brad Markham. You and I have talked about this. <laughs> Look at the number of diocesan newspapers that aren't here any longer. Yep. And most of them got their their um, stories. Brad Miller. Yeah. I mean, oh, Catholic yeah, Catholic News Service was right. the go-to uh, for the recapitulation of all of the uh, the news. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna miss them. 
Colleen? Well, I do I do miss No, the, you're done. You're I done. Do, We're going I, to the commercials. You've done this every week here. You're not I'm gonna drag this on. I I do miss the wetness, you know. All right. You okay. got All right. fifteen seconds. There you go. Get <laughs> on. Yeah. Quiz. This is the quiz time. I like these quizzes from the wanderpress.com. Yeah, thank They're you. They're good. Okay. So this is a fill in the blank. These are all the possible ones, but you don't need to know. You're already gonna know these fill in the blank. The churches founded by who must be Catholic and Apostolic? The church founded by who must be Catholic and Apostolic? Our Jesus. Lord Jesus. Our Lord Jesus. There you go. Jesus is the answer. There, there's a. Do you remember the Amazon uh, Alexa question? Did you guys ever see that where the priest is asking, "Who founded the Lutherans?" Luther. Who founded? You know, they go through all the Protestant, and then he goes. Who founded the Catholic Church? And it says, Jesus Christ. And he just looks at the camera like. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So the word what was used for the first time in 107 AD. The word what? What word? I'll say. No. Catholic. Yeah. Universal. That's two for Brad so far. He's got, he got Jesus first time he got it. He's He's going with Catholic. He's going with, yeah, that's right. Catholic okay, church. all right. Okay, Jesus promised his search would last until the end of the... Week? <laughs> <laughs> Begins with W, you're close. Or world. World, okay. Oh, right. The other brand yeah. just hopping in there. Uh, let's see. I did that on purpose. This is a really easy one. Two modern name saints are Mother Blank and Pope Blank. This I'm going to so do Pius the 10th. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> it can't be a modern day saint. That's modern. That's only 100 years. Sure. I mean, even the listeners all knew. I heard all the listeners through the radio say Mother the Teresa. Yeah. yeah. Pope and, John Paul II. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The leaders of the Catholic Church. Did they canonize Pope Paul VI? Don't even talk about that. Yep. John XXIII. I don't want to talk about that. And I've heard, I've heard uh, Leo Thirteenth was incorrupt, and they haven't even beatified him yet. I love him. I do too. Yeah. He's great. He never should have rolled against the Masons, I guess. Yeah, mm. maybe. <laughs> then he got through. <laughs> there I go. I've lost control again. He's right, though. But. Yeah. All right. Question? All right. Question? We have time for one more. Okay. The leaders of the Catholic Church today can trace their succession back to the time of the 12 apostles. See, these are easy, yeah. Yeah. aren't they? Yeah, I love it. Let's go another minute. I think we were short on one of the segments here. Okay. Only the blank claims to be the successor of St. Peter. Who is the successor of St. Peter? Only the... It's too... Only the Pope Benedict. Pope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, boy. That's a whole show right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the boys plant, and girls, the moms planter and of dads. trees, <laughs> <laughs> moms and dads. Oh, On yeah. that note, I, that's why Michael Matt started his show last week. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're listening to the chatter in the chatter box with Brad Miller and Brad Markham. We've got uh, Mark Hager, mostly under control. Colleen, I don't know how we did it here. Episode 42. We made it through. On the feast day of uh, St. Gregory Niazan on May 9th, the That Monday should have been here. a quiz question. How do you spell his last <laughs> yeah. name? Oh, Say it go. quickly. Yeah. Say it quickly. Yeah. All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, glory yeah. be to the Father. Father, and, and to the, the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We love you. We'll see you all next week.